Hi, I'm Susan Moore, Community Engagement Manager with IIBA. And I'm Scott Bennett, Manager of Business Analysis with the International Institute of Business Analysis. And this is Business Analysis Live. Today, we're going to talk about a year in review. We're at the end of 2021, so it's been a, a long haul, but uh, glad to be getting to the end of the year. Oh my gosh, it seems like it has flown by. I, I cannot believe that we are almost on, uh, you know, in holiday season, which means that the new year is right around the corner. And, you know, this time of year, I, I know I'm thinking about what did I do last year and what do I want to do next year? So I, I think today is a really great topic to really to look at what's IIBA been doing over the past year? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, it's nice to sort of look back in terms of accomplishments and that type of thing. Um, one thing I'm really proud of this year was I we've stood up our data analytics at IIBA uh, so we can make more decisions based on business. That's really what it's about. Um, so we, we stood up that capability on my team. Um, I also got CBDA certified, so certification in business data analytics. Um, and that in itself had a bit of a learning path and an education path for me um, to be able to get up and running. Um, and it seems to be a theme that's resonating with people around data analytics. Uh, you know, there's a lot of studies that are coming out right now about the importance of data analytics and decision making and how companies are using it and how having business analysis professionals at the center of that can make those data analytics projects more successful, delivered on time with the with the results. So, um, so I think I think it's great for us to also at IIBA have done that. So we're uh, you know yeah. we're we're you know we're taking our own advice. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, there is um, a webinar tomorrow. Um, on the global state of business analysis, so an annual survey that um, IIBA does, and in that there is something around data analytics. I'm not going to spoil it, um, but for our members, um, you can join. And I think Rosalind, you've got a, a link that you can share um, for the report on on that finding. Um, so that's available to our members, um, so they can get some value out of understanding the trends of business analysis and what's going on there. Um, I also want to let you know, uh, we've got an upcoming webinar, January 25th. Um, I'm hosting it, interviewing a few people, and it's around data analytics and the importance of the business analysis role in that ecosystem. Um, one thing that I've really learned is um, my aha moment in all of this over last year was um, when I work with technology teams and business teams, I need to understand the technology and translate that language so business people can understand. What I've learned this year is business data analytics is exactly the same thing. Um, if you've got a business analysis professional in that conversation, your projects, your outcomes are much more successful. And on the 25th, um, you'll see the data that shows that. Um, over 300 people surveyed um, organizations. Um, so some really good findings there. I got a sneak peek last night at the, at that report and you know we had data scientists who helped us with that report as well even the data scientists say data analytics is not just a data science and data engineering game they need people who understand business process understand um you know how to work with stakeholders how to do that translation and and that's 
I think why it is so timely um, for this report to come out. So it's really exciting. Um, and that is going to be, I got a sneak peek of what they're going to talk about. Yeah. So it's definitely worthwhile. Get out there to the, our webinar page and make sure that you register for that. Or if it's in the comments, take yeah. a peek. Um, what else, when you look back at uh, 2021, what else do you think about? Well, I got here. So I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So <laughs> there you go. So this was the year that um, that we that that I moved over from a BA role into community engagement. And I still in a lot of ways I'm I'm doing business analysis. But I think for me, because I came in right as we were about to roll out that harmonization project, and that's really just, uh, you know, it's a it's a big word for we were trying to make um, membership um, better for our members. So one of the ways that we did this, and I, I think that this is really incredible, is that when you become a member of IIBA, when you pay that one fee, you become a member really of any chapter anywhere in the world. And so because so many of our chapters last year started to offer virtual content, that means you can participate in their speaker events, study groups, BA professional days, which is huge. And I think it also extends our uh, business analysis community by allowing our members to, you know, talk to each other. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen people that are um, in one continent participating in study groups in another continent. Um, so it's nice to see that connection. And for those people that just joined IIBA, you're automatically assigned to a local chapter if there is one. So on the IT side, um, someone on my team was uh, responsible for making all that happen, that they can figure out geographically where you are based on your address. And if there's a local chapter, assign you there. If not, assign you to what we call connections. And along with that, we did some other things like we're experimenting with webinars at different times. So we've done some early in the morning, we've done some later in the evening, and in, in 2022, we'll continue to do that because I think, um, I think there's a lot of appreciation for being able to see uh, a webinar in your own time zone or close to your time zone. We also are um, we're expanding into other languages. That was part of what we've done this year. You know, we've got chapters in in different parts of the country that have webinars in Italian and German and Arabic. And so that's something that we've started to promote this year. So we really are. Oh, gosh. And I, and, you know, we're doing lots of translation projects here. So we're taking our BA body of knowledge and our exams and we're starting to translate them into other languages. That work has already started. Yeah, and as we speak right now, literally, uh, there is a conference going on in French. Um, so first French conference, it's been a three-day conference, and it's just wrapping up, I think, about now. Yeah, yep, it is. Um, so gosh, I've got my list here. So other things that have happened. Well, we rolled out Knowledge Hub this year. Um, I do orientations every Thursday, and I, I here's what I say about that. You know, it, it takes us a long time to put together all of the content to update the BABOC or any of our materials. But with Knowledge Hub, it's a tool that we can update, you know, faster. Uh, and, and that content is crowdsourced. Um, so that is coming from professionals within our own community. So templates, tutorials, things like that. It adds a lot of rich content to the BABOC, which can be a little dry, um, but then I think that content to it gives you other ways to experience the body of knowledge. 
Yeah, I think that's really important because um, I, I respond sometimes to questions that members have around the Babok. Um, and it is written very academically, um, very particular about the, the language and how terms are used. And what I like about Knowledge Hub is it makes it more practical. It's almost like a how-to guide. I, I don't want to oversell it. There are some sections in there that, that now cover the how-to. Um, so I think more and more as we build out that resource, uh, people are going to find it more useful because I find when people are new to something, sometimes you just want to tell, have someone tell you, tell me what to do instead of the theory of all of it. Um, so I, I hope more and more people find that useful and it would be great to hear some feedback of, uh, of how that's working. And, you know, speaking of business data analytics, I think they recently just did another update to it. And I think the guide to business data analytics is now in Knowledge Hub. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they're adding more content on onto that as well. So it's not a finished product, you know, just like anything else that we do in an agile environment, right? We're just going to iteratively add to it. So um, so stay tuned if you're if you're using Knowledge Hub. So what else have we done? Well, you know, we mentioned the translation projects, but we you know, we realize that our volunteers, they're not just the backbone, they're really the heart of IIBA. And so we could not do these translation projects without volunteers. Um, and we are starting to open the door, give, uh, give other members a way to be able to volunteer. So there is now out on our website, a way for you to express interest in volunteering. And I think it's been out there for a couple of weeks now. And we've maybe had 30 people who've expressed interest in doing a variety of things. And, and that's really great because, you know, you can leave your mark on this community, but frankly, you also kind of help us because we, what we know is because of our community. So volunteering is, um, is a big part of, of where we're headed in 2022. Yeah, and I think that's a great initiative. Um, I joined IIBA a year and a half ago as an employee. Um, and for me, after more than 20 years in a career, it, it felt like coming home. Um, it was a business analysis job, manager of business analysis, like I've been doing in other organizations. But to me, it was an opportunity to really help the profession and the discipline. Um, so I, I get that from an employment perspective, but also from that volunteer perspective, if you've got some, some knowledge to share, some, some thoughts to share with the community, um, we'd love to hear it because every contribution makes us collectively stronger. You know, I, I'll go back more to this data analytics project because you and I recently have worked on a data analytics project uh, where we got to speak to members. And speaking of volunteering, boy, did did we get a lot of interest in the surveys that we were doing? Um, and, you know, it was interesting how valuable our members find volunteering. Some of the comments that I got about volunteering were interesting because there were some people that said, well, I haven't been a business analyst for very long. I don't think I have much to contribute. To which I would say, you absolutely have something to contribute. Um, we have lots of different ways that, that people can contribute. And I think, you know, Everybody is new in some way. So even if you, um, if you think you're new and you don't have anything to contribute, I bet you there is something that you've done that would be of interest to somebody else, um, even just to open their eyes to a different way of working. So um, you know, if you want to contribute 
an article about something interesting that you've done. If you want to participate in a project, you know, I am I am here as an employee because outside of my BA work for a bunch of years, I well, and I still do, I co-lead uh, an alumni chapter locally. I've built so many skills um, that heck, it got me a new job. And I think that's the other part of volunteering is that you never know just who you're going to meet, but also what you're going to learn. So volunteering can be a way to build skills, you know, without having to uh, get a paycheck or the stress of having to meet project deadlines. Yeah, yeah, I find that interesting. Um, I did a survey on LinkedIn in the CBAP uh, group on LinkedIn. And I asked if business analysis was your first career out of school or a second or third. And I think it was maybe around 28% said it was their first career. The majority of people that come into this profession have a profession before that. So it could be an accounting profession. It could be an HR profession to get involved in a project. Hey, I like this stuff. Um, so even if you are new to the career and you've got a profession before then, you definitely have something that you can bring to the table that others don't. So that could be helpful. Yeah, I, I find that those those professionals who've had a, a career before this one, they also can make some connections um, and observations that maybe if you weren't just a straight computer science person that you might not make. So I think it adds a lot of richness um, when you come from someplace else and start to do this work. Um, the other thing that we started this year, you know, we're, we're really interested in, in helping get our new members situated, helping them find the tools and resources that we have on our website. So this year, we've um, been exploring with an orientation. So I mentioned I do those every Thursday. I do one at 7 a.m. and then the next week I alternate and do a 3 p.m. And those are for our new members, but non-members can come. Really, what we talk about is... Um, uh, how do you get around the website? Um, and then what brought you here? How can I, what resources do you need in order to achieve your career goal or uh, your project goal? And so that's been, I think, really helpful to get people in and get them engaged. Yeah, yeah. I just want to remind our viewers, we are live. So if Susan or I happen to swear, you're going to hear it live. But more importantly, <laughs> if you have questions, please put them in the question box. Um, so we're here to answer questions and to have some dialogue. So we're kind of excited about what's happened over the last year, but where you've got questions, drop them in there and we'll answer them live as we go along here. All right. And so and I will. Susan, I, I looked sort of a short year back. This is our fifth session we've been doing. We've been playing with this technology about live streaming. I feel we're getting a little better. There's still <laughs> a little more polishing we need to do. Um, but uh, these sessions, I think, are, are starting to resonate with people. And I've actually got a question for our audience, the people that are live right now. Um, Susan and I have been talking about how do we communicate when our next session is? So we plan on doing this on a regular frequency, or perhaps you missed one and you want to see the recording. Is there a way to connect? So my question for you, the audience, is do you want a way to be able to see past recordings and know when future events are coming in? So feel free to say no. That's absolutely fine. Um, if you are interested, say yes, and we'll take a look at the, the chat afterwards and see if that's something maybe we should put together. Um, we behind the scenes were talking about maybe we need a fan club, but then I thought I don't I don't think we should have posters or keychains, but whatever. <laughs> How about little pin on buttons <laughs> or little stickers? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Business Analysis Live today. <laughs>
I'd like a temporary tattoo. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, that would be. <laughs> um, hey, if you've got ideas for for swag, let us know. <laughs> and, and speaking of things that we did, LinkedIn Live. So that started, and uh, there's been a little bit of a learning curve. Uh, but interestingly, Scott, you are kind of a you're kind of a YouTuber. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about that. No, we haven't talked about that, but yes, I do have experience uh, making videos. So I've been a YouTuber for four and a half years now. Um, I run two channels and I've got 90,000 subscribers across them. Um, so my, my interest and passion is woodworking. So one of them is home improvement woodworking. And the other one is fixing furniture where I teach people how to repair their furniture. Um, a, a good sustainable way to not send something to the landfill but learn how to fix it, fix it properly. I share the inside tips on how to do that. I find that business analysis professionals are largely always students. They, whatever, you know, wherever they are in their career life cycle, um, they love learning. I really think that's one of the characteristics uh, of a great business analysis professional is that you just love learning. And so, you know, I think it's really interesting. I know you do a lot of reading on, um, content and YouTubing and all that kind of stuff. And I, I dabble in it again, kind of, uh, kind of in this, not nearly as much as you do, but um, so anyway, but it's interesting, right? Cause we've been able to apply these interests here at work. So I think that's mm -hmm. pretty great. Yeah. We yeah. also, um, we, every once in a while um, I've done a clubhouse. Now that's a purely audio format. So that's also been um that's been an interesting learning curve as well. Um, Rosalind, who's uh, who's managing all things social media today, she um, she guides me through that because yeah, that's got its own kind of <laughs> <laughs> own kind of rules. Um, you mentioned the GSBA that just came out, so that's the global um, the global state of business analysis that report is out there. It's actually on the front page of our uh, of our website, but that. That's a, a, a member exclusive, and it is packed, packed with uh, information and insights. It is. Yeah, I looked through that today. Um, one of the things I thought was interesting, um, I won't spoil it or, or share any um, sensitive stuff, but there was one thing around when people are looking to switch roles, there was a percentage of people that were looking to switch roles, what type of role they're interested in. And I thought it was interesting that um, product ownership and product management was at the top of the list. Mm. Um, so I don't have much experience that way um, in, I guess, in this decade. Um, about 15 years ago, I was an application manager, which today would be called a product owner or product manager. Um, but it's, it's interesting that I think people are realizing the value and importance of clear communication. And, and I think that's why product ownership is becoming more and more important for the business analysis community. You know, when we did those member surveys, we we did hear uh, a couple of times that folks said, you know, my organization, they're phasing out the title business analyst. And so now we've got this title product owner. Um, and, you know, where, where do I fit in? 
our chief growth officer, Keith Ellis, he talks about having a T-shaped skill set. So being very deep in business analysis skills is the foundation, but then having product ownership analysis and product ownership skills as the top of that T. So you're going really wide. And I think the same is true for data analytics. You need that that depth of business analysis knowledge, just how do you do it? Um, and then you can add on the other. Um, I, I think they make great, uh, I think they complement each other. I, I think sometimes these organizations are maybe a little bit too literal um, in trying to phase out one when really you need both. And um, right. we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that on January 5th. We've got Ryland Layton coming in and the name of his talk is "Where Do I Fit in Agile?" Um, because I think a lot of a lot of people are feeling like that. Well, they don't have business analysts. I got to be this product owner thing. So January fifth, he's going to talk about that because that's um, I, the the role's not going away. I think it's even in more demand, and that's again what we'll be talking about with the data analytics findings in January. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that we've got some uh, members of the audience from the Philippines, Sri Lanka, Nigeria. Um, we have shifted the time that we're doing this to earlier in the day in the Eastern time zone um, in hopes that we could reach a broader audience um, so that more people could participate. And it's good to see uh, someone from India as well. Uh, that is good. And especially the Philippines. Um, you know, I know once you get into um, that part of Asia, or you get down into Australia, you it's you know 13 hours or something like that. So, um, so that is great that they've been able to join us. And it looks like everyone is saying yes to the they'd like a way to connect with us to find okay. out when we're doing these. So, note to self, that'll happen. Um, you know, that's so I've exhausted my list of things that I think that we've done this year that are pretty cool. What um, I wonder for the folks in the audience, as you are thinking about what you've done this year, um, you know, let us know what are some big things that you've done um, that you're pretty proud of. Brag a little bit. Talk about it on on LinkedIn. What did I miss? Was there anything else that uh, that we've got going on here? Um not that I can think of. Um, the big one that that resonates for me is, is our research project. That's one I'm most proud of, of all the projects we've done this year. Um, being able to speak with our members one-on-one uh, -on -one for 30 minutes and hear what they're interested in, um, where their challenges are, what they're looking for. To me, that was a, a big eye-opener. Um, and I think there's a lot of messages that we are now sharing with the internal teams around what our members are looking for and what they want. So um, that to me was a big, check mark on the, the calendar year. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the, that project too. Of course, I, I like to talk to anybody. So some of my 30 minute meetings went like an hour and a half, <laughs> um, but it was always good conversation. Uh, and I gotta say, our members, uh, when we put the invitation out, they really wanted to talk to us and they came from everywhere, everywhere in the world. It was, it was, it, it gives you a sense of the reach of IIBA. Uh, but you also get a sense of how passionate our members are about their profession. And, um, and I love that. That's why some of those conversations took so long, because I wanted to learn a little bit about, um, about the kinds of projects that they were doing, because I'm a business analyst, and I 
I love hearing people's stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see we have a question here from someone. May I ask what is the learning outcome? Um, hmm. Learning outcome. What would that be related to? All right. We might have to hold on that one. But for the person that asked that question, if you can just drop a little more info in there in the comment, maybe we can give you an answer. But I see there's another question. Can we put the recordings into the Knowledge Hub? Well, that that isn't, oh, can't past recordings be put into the Knowledge Hub? Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. Okay, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> on that one. Thank you for that suggestion. That's a good one. Yeah, and I think that, um, I, and I think that's, that is exactly the kind of way that we would like to use Knowledge Hub um, is that it doesn't necessarily need to be in writing. Uh, it can be all kinds of ways. In fact, that was another really interesting finding from the survey that we did is that we have many members who really want to see more video from us, um, particularly those that aren't native English speakers. The video or the audio um, uh, is sometimes uh, more, uh, more compelling and more helpful. So that was another great, a great finding from our study. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if we've got any more questions coming in. Well, I've got a question for you, Susan, because we don't seem to have a, another one coming in or a clarification. <laughs> what are you looking forward to in 2022? Um, I am looking forward to more interaction with our members. Um, we got so much good feedback. Um, that I am looking for all of the ways that we can start to implement some of that feedback. You know, our members in particular are really interested in hands-on learning experiences or just getting different kinds of learning experiences. So we're gonna be experimenting this year with, um, with uh, new webinar types, new speakers, um, uh, and, um, and I, I want to bring in some different voices, different um, practitioners. So that's what I'm most excited about. How about you? Um, for me, I, in my profession, I love doing process work, um, looking at um, where there are inefficiencies, um, getting people together that haven't necessarily talked in different silos, um, bring them together and collaborate and developing processes that really get everyone on the same page. And this year coming up, I know we've got uh, a number of areas that we want to focus on to do that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I, it might be old school, but I'm a Visio guru. Um, I love Visio. I know how to use every shortcut that's around and, and just whip through that. Um, and it, it's interesting too, because I have a creative side to me, um, I also like the diagramming from uh, the artistic side. Um, I'm very particular on the lines can't cross and it should be readable and laid out, you know, top left, bottom right. Um, so geeking out a little bit there. Um, but I know we've got some process work that uh, will help drive value for our members. Um, so for me, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to, in addition to continuing on with the data analytics work and, and the findings we're going to get out of that. You know, the other thing I'm going to do, speaking of geeking out, is uh, I'm starting my CBAP application next year. I got to finish up. I've, yeah. I've been working on a book. Yep. And I've told myself December 31st, that's it. I'm done with the book. 
I'm turning into, um, you know, I'm turning over getting the CBAP stuff done. I, I, need to, I need to do that. So I'll be joining a study group and uh, studying really hard. Um, Susan's got goals. <laughs> I do have goals. Uh, sp speaking of doing things outside of work, I'll be studying for the CBAP. <laughs> And, and I bet a lot of you guys out there are also thinking about certifications next year. So, um, you know, um, I'll, we got lots of study groups. That's another. So to go back to the chapters for a second, our chapters do an amazing job hosting all kinds of study groups. So, hey, we just put our new event page out there. Uh, so you'll be able to find those those study groups, some of those study groups are even in different languages. Um, so you'll be able to search for those. So, um, so check that out. Let's see, maybe we take one, one last question here. Um, oh, there's two questions. Hey guys, I've been a BA for many years, but have recently shifted to become a functional consultant. My BA skills are still relevant, but with this change, can I still find a home in the IIBA? Yes. Yes. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what a functional consultant is, but let me just say this. We've, we've got, our membership does a little bit of everything as we've discovered through these member surveys. Um, I think if you are interested in finding a community of professionals that, that do that kind of work, um, or if you want to learn from professionals who do that kind of work, I think IIBA has a lot to offer. And I'm not just saying that because I've worked here. I'm saying that because I've been a member of IIBA for eight years. Um, and with that, uh, with the ability to be part of any chapter anywhere in the world, I think if you're a consultant, you do have to be a little bit of a jack of all trades. And I think you can drop into chapters all over the world and find out how they are, how business analysis is being used in those different countries. I think it's a really eye-opening way that could really add a lot of uh, richness and context to your consultant work. Yeah. I All see right. there's another question here. Um, is there any plan for IIBA to build a requirements management tool with all the BA experts from IIBA and their lessons learned or partnering with an existing requirements management vendor and tweaking based on BA experiences? Um, so there isn't a plan for IABA to build a requirements management tool. There are vendors, vendors in the marketplace to do that. Um, and it's actually a policy of IABA not to put a recommendation on an individual tool out there um, because it's, it's not the place of our organization to do that. Um, so there are tools that are out there, um, but take a look at what's out there and, and what others have looked at in terms of evaluating them. And, and I'll add to that, that it's, it's, really the mission of IIBA to um, support and advance the profession. So we really do want to, we want to be ahead of the curve. We want to do the research to help our members understand um, really the, the whole community understand where, how is business analysis being used in organizations and where is the profession going? So, so we try to stay out of the tool, the tool debate um, so that we can be a, a, a research organization as well as support our members. I'm going to let you take this next question because it's a business data analytics one. <laughs> okay. Um, the question here is, does business data analytics course include data visualization and designing enterprise resources? So the publication that IIBA has is the guide to business 
data analytics. And in that, it does talk about uh, data visualization, different techniques that are used, not just for business visualizations, but also for uh, technical vi visualizations. So there might be a way to use visualizations to figure out whether you've got meaningful data or not, it's something that your business resources would never see. So it does cover off that. Um, and also the question was around designing enterprise resources. There is a section in there about setting up enterprise business analysis. So those topics are covered. Um, if you're looking for a rich experience of, hey, here's what all the visualizations look like, um, that's not covered off in the guide. Um, you have to look at those. So when I was studying for my certification, I did some Google searches to help me comprehend, understand, and uh, remember uh, what I needed to for the exam. So I hope that helps. Let's see. We'll take maybe just this one last question. It, I think it's a it's kind of a theme that we often hear. So the question here is, I'm in pre-sales and want to switch to a career as a business analyst. What suggestions would you have? We get this a lot. Again, I think it's in the spirit of I'm coming from some other um, profession or role and I'd like to get into business analysis. I, I do think one thing that you can do is become an IIBA member. And I'm not, <laughs> um, I, I think it gives you access to tools and resources so that you can explore that a little bit more. Um, you can certainly get an entry-level um, uh, business uh, ECBA, our entry-level uh, certification. Uh, but I think if you're thinking about that, getting access to a community of people or other uh, resources to understand what does that look like? Because if you're coming from some other role into this one, I think the first thing you should think about is what transferable skills do I have? And we've got a, a business analysis uh, competency model that is a great resource as well as a self-assessment tool that you can take to find out what do I have, what skills do I have today that I can use in this new role and then where do I need to grow? We've actually, I think, talked about our career action guide. If not here, we, we just did a talk on it last week um, and that can be a great way to know where you want to develop. Yeah, I see there's a few more questions and we're running out of time, but they're related to starting out in the business analysis career. So, Susan, our next session's in January, and maybe we can use that as our topic. Um, we can focus in on how to become a business analysis professional. That sounds like a great topic. We get that question a lot. Um, so we can come prepared with lots of links and places to send folks as well. Yeah. All right. Well, um, this has been another great one. I hope that uh, I hope everybody has uh, has enjoyed today's session. We certainly appreciate everyone joining. This is the end of our live session, but if you've got questions, you can send us an email at live at iiba.org or leave us a voice message and we'll answer your question at one of our upcoming broadcasts. Join us.